everybody, I'm Maya. I'm Melissa. And I'm Olivia. And we're here to take you back to your, your Twilight face. Hi guys. What's up, y'all? What's up? Not much. Not much. Doing okay. Twilight. I waited until we were engaging with an audio medium to show you guys that I got my nails done <laughs> in preparation. Oh, I noticed right away. Thank you. Uh, I'd like to tell you about my experience. Um, I Listeners, this was only my third manicure of my life, wow. so I'm not like an experienced manicurer. Uh, so a lot of stuff that happened felt unexpected. Like, my hands were in the little thing drying. Oh, oh my god. As I was putting it in to, like, the UV light thing yes. uh, that cures it or whatever, I accidentally messed it up going in, oh. and I had to immediately pull my hand back out and be like, I'm sorry. <laughs> and she looked at me, like, so, like, downtrodden, like, why? <laughs> Perfect. <laughs> so, anyway, as, like... She was done, and both my hands were curing under the light. She came around and, like, gave me, like, a back and neck oh, yeah. massage. Yeah. Which was very oh. unexpected. Is that normal? <laughs> it, it can be. I mean, normally they ask you if you want one before I, they do it, but... I was not asked. She just, like, put her <laughs> hands down it. my shirt. That's, she should uh, have been able to tell that you were, are an That you were new. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, so that was unexpected, but it was nice. Um, and to be honest, my nails look, like, kind of messy, uh, so I think oh. that the cost maybe did not reflect the value, <laughs> but, you know, still, like, pretty, it's blue, it's sparkly. From the screen, lovely. they look lovely. Looks great. Thank you. What, uh, what wedding is this that you're going to? This is two of Scott's friends from high school. Uh, oh. Shout out Mike and Beth. And Scott is officiating, which is oh. really exciting. Wow. Exciting. I know. So you're, uh, like, kind of co-officiating. Yeah, basically, I'm the star. <laughs> <laughs> it's about me. Yeah, it is. His little certificate or whatever from the online <laughs> church where he got ordained just arrived. Holler. <laughs> yeah. I love that. So that's what's up with me. That's what I'm up to. What about you guys? Uh, I don't, uh, <laughs> I agree with that. <laughs> oh, this is like actually news to you guys. I have not mentioned this yet. Um, I might be temporarily fostering some cats. <gasps> Multiple. Olivia, I was literally cats. thinking Two. today on my way back. From the post office, I was like, I want a cat. I wonder how I could convince Olivia to get a cat. <laughs> I literally thought that today. And I was like, should I text her and be like, Olivia, do you feel like having a cat? I support <laughs> That would have been really wild because last night I talked to my friend who has this whole situation where she needs to like temporarily rehome her cats for like perhaps two months. <gasps> And That's a great amount of time. I think I'm probably going to do it. I, yes, so do it! Technically, I'm not allowed to have pets here, but I have lots of neighbors with dogs. So yeah. basically, I'm just trying like, to decide if I'm going to ask for forgiveness or permission. Forgiveness. I feel like fostering is not having oh, a yeah. pet. I know, exactly. right? Exactly. So. And it's like going to be such a short... I, well, I don't oh, know. Fine. I got to decide. Can that. I come over here please all the time? Yeah. 
<laughs> Listeners, I want you to know that Melissa's face looks like, can I move in? <laughs> <laughs> um, the cat's names are Poppy and Tuna. Uh, we're going to find out. I don't know if this is, like, imminent. I, I, it's not a done deal, but. Is one of them orange? I actually don't know. I'm pretty sure I met them. Because this is like, like a friend of Poppy is, them. like, an Text orange me. cat name. I've been I've been literally thinking about how much I want a cat and how a cat would better my life right now and how impossible it is for me to have a cat. And so tell me as soon as you get them. <laughs> uh, one of my main concerns is cat sitting. Why? But why? really, I shouldn't worry about it too much. No. You, you yeah, that's why two yeah. months is perfect. You can stay home for two months. And I have also, way too I'm many plans here. already planned. Like, I'm Melissa's here. Around, so. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so I'm probably going to do that, but... Uh, I was we'll l- literally, in my head, I was like, I wonder if I get a cat and then convince Olivia to, like, keep it. <laughs> <laughs> that, what you just said was, I wonder if I could give Olivia a cat. No, it would still be my cat. <laughs> my cat yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, I would I pay for so it hard. I would pay for it and just come visit it whenever I want free cat yeah exactly that's what I'm saying it would be my cat labor is not free do not <laughs> undervalue your labor but I would be paid in cat in, in cat credit time <laughs> my labor would be paid for by the cat being here and my exactly. money would be paid for by Melissa. Exactly. I'm just saying think about it. Deal. Think about it. And you also would have to arrange all cat sitting. I That's would fine. tell you my dates and you would find a cat sitter. Yeah, it would be me. <laughs> uh, yeah, but if it's not, it's not my problem. Fair. Fair. If you want to come to Queens sometime, you can hang out with Talia's cat. That's he true. That's is, just... he's a sturdy boy. <laughs> he's I'm watching him on Instagram. <laughs> anyway, that's how oh, I am. <laughs> uh, should we talk about a, a vampire a baby? Yeah, Watch we should. I hate this book. <laughs> Me too. <laughs> I don't this chapter like it is in any regard. Fuck wild. We're not even like really deep in it, guys. We're not even deep uh, in it. Listeners, last week I was like, we'll do listener letters next Wait, week. No, but... there's one. There's, no, there's one, one. Okay. That I think that we should read. I will pull it up myself. We're recording really late tonight. So. Yeah, we are. Partially my fault, but mostly Maya's fault. Wow, rough. Yeah, it is mostly my fault. <laughs> I mean, I wouldn't prescribe fault exactly, but it is mostly due to me. <laughs> okay, this email is from Rebecca. Hi, Rebecca, Rebecca says, I have never been a fan of Twilight. I was much more of a fan of the Stoker, Blade, Underworld sort of vampire, and there was just too much teen angst for Twilight. 
Twilight to catch my interest. First of all, that's exactly what we love about it. But anyway, continuing. Yeah. However, my girlfriend Melina, who you two know as our longtime supporter and an enthusiastic OMG. fan, loves it dearly. So I gave it a go our anyway. Friend. Okay, so Rebecca dove in. That's love. (laughs) I wish I could find a love like that. (laughs) Okay, wait. I just want to skip ahead, too. Okay. Your podcast is rapidly approaching the part of Twilight that disappointed me the most, which is part of why I wanted to read this. Are you guys listening? You're not even listening. I don't listen. I'm just also laughing. I'm sorry. You're doing great, Rebecca. That freaking monster baby. I spent that entire book assuming that baby was going to go full-on chest buster on Bella and that we'd be treated to a final glorious gore fest as it bit its way out of Mommy Dearest and went flying at the nearest warm-blooded throat like the rabbit from Monty (laughs) Python. And though I will say that scene ended up pretty gruesome, I think we were all deprived of what it could have been. Which is true. Just see attached visuals. No! (laughs) Which are just what you think are very terrifying. It's the alien baby coming out of Bella, and it's disgusting, and I hate it. No! Also, Rebecca adds... As such, I cannot wait to hear you girls take on that chapter. Give oh. little rhododendron hell. I just like to chase that Rebecca, you're correct. Yeah, you know, this ch- this whole series is like a little tame. Uh, considering it's about a bunch of vampires, there's very few people being murdered. It's true. There's very little actual blood drinking at all, really. No coming to terms with their monster nope. tendencies. None of that. None of it. So, like, you know what? I agree. That I it, agree. It does get weird and gruesome. but This it, was it the opportunity. This for... was the opportunity. I, this chapter, we start to get a little bit of, like, ugh. We could, even we the kissing is closed-mouthed. <laughs> so unfortunate. Right? We even get a sex scene, and it's not a blackout. Uh, so I just enjoyed it's incredibly that. Incredibly annoying now <laughs> Did you guys grow up with the phrase slap happy? Yes. Yes. Uh I feel like we're gonna cross the line <laughs> this episode and just really struggle. It's just uh, too let's much. See what happens. I think it's Melissa's turn to recap. I'm oh, God. It is. <laughs> You got it, Sherm. I'm, like, actually crying right now, and I don't know why. <laughs> okay, yeah, Melissa's pull, already there. Let me pull out my ebook. <laughs> I thought you were going to buy a physical copy of this book. I've just decided that it's you not worth it, because yeah. this book sucks. <laughs> so, I've had okay, to read this we all have our e-book, copies like, of Twilight. You can't renew a Kindle version of a book either, so like it just goes away and you have to re-borrow it. And I've re-borrowed oh, this God. book like seven oh, times. <laughs> anyway. Uh let me just scroll. You could back. probably find a Kindle edition of this book for like five dollars. I'm not spending money on this book. <laughs> I don't want it. Uh well, this chapter's longer than I thought. You know, it um, looks long, but I thought it read fast. Yeah, I did. It felt really fast, but yeah, it just took me a while to scroll back. Um, chapter 9. Sure as hell didn't see that one coming. Ah! That Jacob 
so anyway, we open up and Jacob has decided, you know, that he's just going to go kill all the vampires, like whatever, even though he was ordered not to. And he meets Billy and Billy's like, what happened? And Jacob tries to be all secret and be like, oh, they've decided that they're not going to do it because they suck. And Billy's like, look at me. Um, and then he can tell immediately that Jacob's just not gonna run away. He's gonna go kill some vampires. And I couldn't tell if this was, like, a sage Billy moment or just, like, a Billy knows his son moment. But we can, we can dive into that later. Um, and we get, like, some little tidbits about his sisters, which is wild because I always forget that he has them. Me too. Um, but essentially he's like... You can't stop me, Dad, and pulls a phone out of the wall and hops on his motorcycle and goes to the Cullens and has zero plan. Uh, no his way. plan up until that point is just, you know, don't get caught by Sam. And then once he gets there, he's like, well, uh, they fucking heard me and Edward can hear my thoughts. So uh, <laughs> surprises out of the question. Like, yeah, okay. <laughs> So he's just like gonna go in there, guns a blazing, and I don't know. He wants to. He wants to challenge Edward to a duel. Oh my god! <laughs> is what he wants it. to do. I, I just want you to know that that's literally what he says. It's literally what he says, and then challenge Edward to a duel. Yeah. Uh, so he's hoping to get Edward one on one, and then the rest of them can do what they will with him. But um, he gets inside and like. It's a very somber atmosphere. They're all around the couch, and he hears Bella. And he's like, oh, my God, she's still human. Is this a dream? Um, but she sounds bad. Um, so he goes in, and uh, super weird. Edward looks, like, distraught in, like, the saddest sad boy kind of way. And Rosalie is, like, hovering over Bella and he's like that's weird I don't know much but I know that we don't like Rosalie the blonde he says the blonde um and so he's like this is weird and then he really looks at Bella and she doesn't look good she looks kind of emaciated ragged tired you know she just uses every word but ugly to describe her (laughs) and is like, oh my god, what's happening to you, Bella? What's going on? And she stands up, and she's like nine months pregnant. <laughs> um, and Jacob's like, this doesn't make any sense. I saw you a month ago, but can't deny that you're prego. And then he immediately is like, oh my god, Edward impregnated Bella, and now it's like a monster, and it's killing her? <laughs> this is all Edward's fault. And Edward's like, Jacob, outside. So they go outside. And then Edward really breaks down because apparently he can't break down in front of Bella because she'll just get all, like, sick, sick worse. And so he's like, and Edward is like, I need your help. Bella is going to die, essentially, because she won't let us get rid of this baby. And we, me and uh, Carlisle, would do it without her consent, but... She has uh, people on her team, i.e. Rosalie and Emmett, and then Esme, although we don't get any reason for Esme's reasoning. But, like, essentially, Carlisle and Edward can't just, like, drug her and go Mm. in and do their business. They have to listen to Bella because she has 
uh, some people on her side, which, like, that's a whole lot that we can talk about. Um, and essentially, Edward is like, uh, Jacob, what Bella really wants here is a baby. But she can't have this baby because this baby is killing her. It's a demon. So you give her a baby. And Jacob's like, excuse me, um, are you trying to tell me that, like, I get Bella on, like, weekends and Mondays and, uh, we'll have sex and I'll give her a baby. Alternate holidays. Yeah, and, like, oh, wow, that sucks. But also, I'm, like, not, I <laughs> <laughs> be into it. And Edward's like, yeah, bro, literally anything, the alternative is she dies. And I know that you don't want that. And... Uh, you can't kill me yet because uh, it'll just make Bella worse and die faster. So, like, I need you to do this for me, bro. And Jacob's like, this isn't what I expected. And then the chapter ends. <laughs> Good job. Thanks. Very it sounds, thorough. It sounds like part of that is made up. And I just want you to know it's not. <laughs> it's that was extremely <laughs> accurate. That was hashtag facts. <laughs> None of yeah. It is made up. Um, and I give you a eight point one seven two. <laughs> wow. I give you an eight point one seven three. <laughs> <laughs> really? But also, wow, we're such precise scores. I mean, we're getting really good at this. I agree. Oh my yeah. god. Yeah, this was a very painful chapter to read. <laughs> Uh, it sucked. <laughs> this chapter is so wild. It's wild. Um, so wild. Okay. First of all, what last we were sitting here last week, like, hmm, I wonder what Jacob's plan is. What What does he think is going to happen when he gets <laughs> His to plan Collins? is to knock on the door. Guess what? <laughs> there, there's, there's no plan. Literally. Empty, just vibes. He He's says, ready to show up. He, like, was going to raise <laughs> his hand to knock on the door, and before he could knock... The door opens and Carlisle is there. So Homeboy was literally going to he's knock on, on the, the door. door and be like, hello? He kind of, he's like waiting outside and he's like, I know they heard me, but like they haven't come to fight yet. So like, what's the deal? And then Carlisle opens the door and Carlisle's like, yes, hello. This is a bad time. And Jacob is like, I'm trying to kill someone. Like, why is he so chill? And then... Bella's like, just let him in. This is stupid. Like, why do we have to lie to Jacob? And he walks in and he's like, why is nobody trying to murder me back? They all know I'm here to murder all of them. And the Cullens are just ignoring that fact completely. Yeah. There is no... Jacob's an idiot. <laughs> there is no presumption that there will be any fighting at any time no. today. They're all like, you're dumb. You're That's dumb. not what's happening right now. <laughs> Continues to be dumb the whole time, though. He's like, oh I wonder, I wonder if um, Sam will think of them killing me as provo- provocation. Is that, am I saying that right? Yeah, yeah. provocation. Why does that sound wrong? I don't know. Being provoked, and I'm like, nobody. You went over there to literally that, kill them. Yeah, them killing you is entirely self defense at this point. No, it is not provocation. Wow. I also love um, him. His comment that Carlisle was. <laughs> He's, like, disappointed that it was Carlisle because he's ready to just, like, fuck up Edward immediately. Right. And he says, Carlisle was so 
Just human, human. or something. <laughs> <laughs> you fucking idiot. You know all these people. You've hung out with them. Yeah. Yeah, like, if you go on, it's... Maybe it was the house calls he made last spring when I got busted up. It's like, yeah, yeah he, he's the he, one he you spent the most time you. with. <laughs> like... He seems like a person, because he is. Because he is a person. <laughs> I know, and then, he, and then he continues, but it made me uncomfortable to look into his face and know that I was planning to kill him if I could. Yeah, <laughs> like, you, you should probably be uncomfortable about it. <laughs> yeah. It makes Later you on, he because says, you like, know that this is a person, you dummy. <laughs> Later on, he says, like, ooh, but, like, I don't want to kill girls, even vampire <laughs> girls. So, like, Esme and Alice, like, I guess I'll skip that. Oh, my God. I was so mad about that. I know. He's Esme, just so Alice, arrogant. small and distractingly feminine. Distracting well, I was sure feminine. the others would kill me before I had to do anything about them. I didn't want to kill girls, even vampire girls. That's the stupidest thing. That is the stupidest thing I've I ever I don't know. He said a lot life. of stupid things, but that's like top That's five that's one of that's thing. one of the top stupid things. He yeah. is so arrogant. He thinks that in like a 5 on 1 fight, he's going to be able to take out like some of them on the way. Okay. Buddy, you're not killing anybody. I do think that his, like, the barest hint of a plan that's sort of in his head is that Edward's pride means that he will want to take him on one-on-one. Like, he kind of says that, that it's like, well, I think that, like, because of our relationship, he'll want to take me on individually but then it's like even in that scenario like edward starts losing and the five of them just stand around watching edward get murdered like that's because it's a duel olivia they're doing uh knight's rules (laughs) (laughs) it's nobility okay well for a duel he would need a second and he has literally nobody in the world agreeing that this is a good idea excellent point olivia Jacob doesn't even know the rules of duel. He doesn't even know how to duel if he could. I can't okay. help but, like, draw the connection that if Jacob had claimed his, like, ancestral duty in the first place, he could just order everybody to do it because he'd be the I alpha know. instead of Sam. He'd be the alpha. He doesn't even think about that. It's like, Jacob. i it multiple times. I'm like, can you imagine if jacob were the alpha and could just order people to do things oh it would be bad news like bad news. thank god <laughs> thank god he turned it down like what would he do to leah but you know what maybe that would be interesting jacob's oh. bad decisions would have even higher stakes they would i was thinking you know that i was like i i don't know i kind of wanted to I don't know if it's just that I'm so annoyed with Jacob and, like, I'm just, I hate him as a person where I'm, like, I don't want these chapters in his perspective. But I'm, like, you know, alternatively, then I was, like, okay, we have these Bellas, And I was, like, okay, well, why weren't these Bellas to begin with? Like, why did Stephanie introduce in this book mm. alternative point of view, arguably mm-hmm. at a extremely pivotal and emotionally fraught time right i think personally that it's because bella is so decided like it would be interesting from bella's point of view if she had any of the inner turmoil that we discussed Mm -hmm. at the in her chapter where she finds out she's pregnant right right like we could easily have a whole book of her deciding what to do about this baby like i want to keep this baby but it's killing me i don't know what to do 
this is my only chance of having a child with Edward. Do I want a mother? I've never thought I want whatever, etc. But that isn't what happens. Bella decides 100%, I'm keeping the baby even if it kills me. Decision made, nothing more interesting to talk to you about. So by getting out of her head, there's turmoil because Jacob and Edward don't want her to keep the baby and they think that she's right. going to die. And yeah. it's like sort of more interesting from their perspective to like watch someone be self-sacrificing themselves instead of just like listening to Bella's self-sacrifice again. I see that argument. Jacob at least has like actions to take. You know, he like yeah. makes this deal with Edward. Uh, yeah. Bella's straight chilling for like it's true. What like a month? She's like bed bound. She is geographically. <laughs> I just, I just think I contained. I don't know. Maybe we could have had this in Edward's perspective. All of, of course, mm-hmm. that would have been agonizing. But like, mm-hmm. I don't know. That would have would been have doubled the size of the book. Oh, man. <laughs> it would have be been like miserable. Midnight Sun, but like extra. Oh my god! Um, yeah. And but like honestly, I'm that sounds better to me than just jacob being the stupidest stupid boy i think if jacob wasn't the worst this <laughs> might work i yeah. completely agree because i could see a world where i sit down and reread parts of midnight sun i don't know if i would ever read it all the way through but like i'd read be like oh, i'm kind of bored i'm gonna skip ahead mm-hmm. but i do not see a world where outside the context of this podcast i willingly <laughs> reread these chapters ever again in my life, life. But would I think you, my ideal if it was from like Edward's perspective versus Jacob's perspective. Ugh, I don't know. Well, probably. I think yeah. my ideal breaking dawn would all still be from Bella's perspective, but she would have decisions to make the whole but time. But she time. would right, she wouldn't she would well, right, our ideal our ideal breaking dawn is that Bella isn't Bella and doesn't just decide something <laughs> and then have nothing she, else to tell right, us about. Right. <laughs> yeah, my ideal breaking dawn is Bella goes to college. <laughs> <laughs> And agonizes, finally, over becoming a vampire at all. Right. Yeah, because she's right. like, wow, I love my life in college. But then mm-hmm. as, like, you know, maybe she gets into sophomore year and people start noticing, like, wow, your boyfriend really has, like, a baby face. Like, he could <laughs> totally be in high school. And she, like, finds her first gray hair and is like, okay, I'm really happy, but, like, the signs of aging are becoming apparent to me. Um, I cannot drink as much alcohol as I once did. <laughs> <laughs> uh, what do I, what do I want? Like, do I want right. to lock myself into a life of eternity where I look 24 and he looks like my little brother? Or do I want to do this now? Like, that would be more interesting than Jacob's issues. I don't care. I don't care. <laughs> but that is not where we are. That's where we, we are have. is in the Collins living room. Readers, and... if you have that fan fiction, will you please send it to me? <laughs> Bella um... is human, but she is sick. Perhaps they have not lied about the strange rare disease that she caught in Brazil. Right. Right. It's interesting that he does not notice that she's pregnant. Uh, she's lying down. She's like in the fetal right, position. She's... Like, like, okay, sure. She's apparently very pregnant. <laughs> Um, I imagined I wanna... a pillow because otherwise it doesn't make any sense. <laughs> yeah, like she's holding a pillow. Sure, sure, sure. This is where like a like. big bag, like a lady on TV. <laughs> <laughs> there were deep circles under her eyes, dark circles that jumped out because her face was all haggard. Was she thinner? Her skin seemed tight, like her cheekbones might break right through it. 
Most of her dark hair was pulled away from her face into a messy knot, but a few strands stuck limply to her forehead and neck, to the sheen of sweat that covered her skin. There was something about her fingers and wrists that looked so fragile it was scary. She was sick. Very sick. I can only imagine Kristen Stewart in that, like, really deathly, unreal-looking skinny... I assume it was mostly CGI. Oh, yeah. Which just looked so unreal that I can't even imagine her as, like, a real human being here. Right. Because I'm just seeing Kristen Stewart's, like, pokey cheek face. Episode 99, pokey (laughs) cheek face? Pokey (laughs) cheek face. Uh, And above Bella, kind of hovering in a protective stance, is Rosalie. And Jacob is like, hmm, okay, but Bella is afraid of Rosalie. But now Rosalie is, like, holding a bucket for Bella to barf into. Mm -hmm. So there's been some character development here (laughs) that I've not been privy to. He also Uh, knows Rosalie's name and thinks of her as Rosalie many times and then goes back to calling her things like the blonde or blondie, which is super annoying. See, that aspect is something I wish I could see from Bella's point of view. The right, hey Rosalie, the whole I'm Rosalie thing would be interesting. That would yeah, be we don't cool. get to see any of that. That would be so dope, right? And like yeah. the conversations between the different Cullens, like Esme, right? And Al- how does Alice? We feel? don't even know how Alice feels. About yeah, this. we don't. We don't get anything about Alice in this no. chapter at all. No. Um. So then there's, like, another two pages where he still doesn't know. (laughs) He's just, like, thinking about Rose and how sad Edward looks. And he's like, oh, my God, what's wrong? Tell me. And then she finally stands up. And he's like, oh, she. (laughs) Well, no, first, she's swollen and distorted. Her torso ballooning out in a strange, sick way. And then he realizes that she must be pregnant. I would like to read an excerpt. I could only guess that she looked like this, so pregnant, so sick, because whatever was inside her was taking her life to feed its own, because it was a monster just like its father. I always knew he would kill her. It's like, Stephanie really thought she did something with, I always knew he would kill her. It's like, that is not, like, the dramatic mic drop you think it just like feels corny (laughs) (laughs) and like not true yeah i mean accidentally got her pregnant that's not him killing her right it was it's like extra gross in this moment because jacob's like oh my god to think that you know edward having sex with bella that's so repugnant and he impregnated her and now it's like some demon spawn i'm like you are like this from jacob's perspective is making it feel a lot more like gross than potentially like kind of slut shamey like yeah bella's less pure that's what i was thinking like I think it's, it's like, very easy for it to become this dynamic because Edward is the vampire and the half-vampire baby is bad for Bella's health. But it's, like, becomes, like, blaming the man for impregnating the woman, which inherently is, like, the man doing an action to the woman when, like, actually you both create a life. You know what I'm saying? It's, like... 
Look at how having sex has corrupted and ruined her. But it's not even having sex. It's like Edward doing the sex to her. Has made her so gross. Yeah. And also that's it's how, his, that's the vibe like it's 100% that Jacob has it, his sure. fault. Yeah. It like, it completely erases Bella's agency in having sex. Well, I mean, Jacob has always erased Bella's agency. Yes, this is true. Um, so like that As part- discussed last week. He As doesn't care every about her week. feelings or her choices. Oh my god, wait, there was one. Oh, my worst, my worst sentence. Um, hold on, I have to, I have to find it up. I literally just like started, oh my god. Okay, so he is like, oh no, Bella's pregnant? That doesn't make any sense. Um, and he's like, I didn't want to see this, didn't want to think about this, I didn't want to imagine him inside her. Mm. I didn't want to know that something I hated so much Ugh. had taken root in the body I loved. Not the like, person. <gasps> in the, the physical body? object of her body. The yeah. physical, right, her as a thing? I was like, Jesus Ugh. Christ, Jacob. This is literally highlighting everything that we've already talked about. And the fact that, you know, like, he just doesn't see Bella as, like, a person you know, she doesn't do anything of her own volition. Once she becomes a vampire, she'll be non-existent. Blah, 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 blah. But I'm yeah. like, you the thing that's grossing you out right now is a thing that you hate. Impregnating a thing that you love. And like, mm-hmm. bro. Mm-hmm. Bro. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Bro. Mm-hmm. It's so fucked up. It's yeah. really gross. So okay. Edward's like, Jacob. Perhaps we should go have a talk. Uh, only he now? says it like, outside. And Jacob's like, yes, finally, let's fight. And uh, Bella's like, no, like, don't go. And Edward's like, I promise we're both going to come back. Like, we're just going to talk. Now we get to hear the two men discuss Bella while she is not in the room. <sighs> <laughs> My favorite. <laughs> I noted here that it was very weird to see Bella from a different point of view like for yes, some reason it, it just struck me like oh weird we're like on the outside of her it like, also didn't really seem her make, like her dis- like watching her make decisions watching her say things it was like kind of weird for me yeah it didn't feel like it was bella but i don't know if that was on purpose i feel like i guess not. she is you know much weaker than we right like she's weaker before. she's in right and plus like from jacob's perspective i don't know it might just seem like she's i don't know it seemed maybe intentional, but I was like, I don't see Bella Most really in this interaction. Not. But anyway. Um, so Edward is, like, really not okay. Um, really not. I did enjoy the descriptions of Edward's suffering. Yeah, um, I did. They're really they're good like, descriptions. <laughs> yeah. Sometimes it's like, all right, maybe that's over the top, but I don't care. Yeah. But like, like okay. if I were being eaten alive by my vampire baby, mm-hmm. I would hope that Scott would right. be this torture. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. Uh, His black I eyes agree. burned in their sockets out of focus or seeing things that weren't there. His mouth opened like he was going to scream, but nothing came out. This was the face a man would have if he were burning at the stake. Wow. Great description. I know what he looks like. Great description. And Jacob, like, can't even really enjoy it. Like, he can a little bit, but he's more like, oh, man, this is bad for Bella. She's dying. Yeah. And he does say... Oh, he's he can't be as agonized as Edward is 
because this was so dumb he just found out because he'd already lost her so many times in his head and different because she was never really mine to lose which was like um yes correct so you did know this and it's just like he's like look it's not that edward loves bella more than me and that's why he's more upset it's just that i'm in shock (laughs) he doesn't love bella more (laughs) like don't get it twisted in the differences in our in our reaction to this i'm i'm just surprised but most of all because it wasn't his fault. And oh, Edward's yeah. like, yes, correct. This is all my fault. I want to die. <laughs> Just not enough to let you kill me at this very moment because then Bella would be even worse. So that's the only reason why I don't actually want to die. But like, I do want to die and we have to do something. He, he tries to tell Jacob to like talk her out of it. He's like, you well, guys have a thing that I don't understand. For, Maybe first, she'll listen to you. That What I want to discuss before we get to that is Jacob is like, she's a 100-pound girl. Oh, my God. Oh, my you God. You have five of you. Why <gasps> don't you get rid of it for her? And Edward's like, uh, yeah, we wanted to do that. <gasps> he says, how stupid are you, vamps? Hold her down and knock her out with drugs. And it's like, my That's- reaction would be, they're not stupid. They're just ethical. That's wrong. And then Edward's like, and then Edward's yeah, like, no, we wish we could, actually. <laughs> uh, Even Car- Carlisle would have does not make any sense. That doesn't make any sense. Carlisle, Carlisle, Carlisle would give a forcible, unwanted abortion to someone in his family. Like, excuse no, you. That Carlisle would track. not do that. No. This track. is like the darkest thing in these books. Yeah. Oh, yeah. The idea that they are ready to give Bella an abortion against her wishes is right. so twisted. So Which, twisted. like... That's deeply terrifying. It's also very upsetting because the reality of this fake um, vampire pregnancy is that Bella's already late she's term. Like, right, she's already, like, nine months pregnant right now. Yeah, it's not even, like, like there would be, like, no visible difference or whatever. Like, Bella's very pregnant right and the so, o- again the only reason they're not doing it is her vampire bodyguards not yeah. her wishes her vampire bodyguards right that's deeply fucked what and what i what i'm so annoyed at is that you know there's no like so bella decides that she wants to have this baby even though it doesn't make any sense and we were like okay yes fine i wish there was some discussion about you know getting rid of it in like a healthy like oh like that's an option to you but instead we right. get the abortion discussion where it's being discussed in a forcibly all by the men by right discussed only by the men forcibly in a late pregnancy term fashion and i'm like no you went you you did the arguments at the opposite ends that we wanted them to be had right <laughs> This is like wrong. maybe you could have an actual conversation with Bella about like okay you want to keep the baby what is the line at which we change the decision because you're both gonna die like that's right. an option there's a scenario well, in which you keeping the baby means you both die and so it seems to be the most likely presumably scenario. you don't want to die if the baby is also gonna die anyway so like what are our options how do we right. make that decision 
And that's one re- that's one thing that made me be like, oh, I wish that this was actually in Bella's perspective so I could see mm-hmm. her, you know, how these conversations went down instead with we Rosalie. just get <laughs> right, with Rosalie, with Edward, instead yeah. we just get, oh, we would drug her, but that's not an option right now. And, you know, <laughs> I hate it so much. Like I know, I like it. I know that like if we saw these scenes there would be at least like some nuance to it. But like in the way that we're getting it through Edward telling Jacob, you know, there's no nuance. Right. It's just like right. fucked up. Right. Um and so I'm like these are so this these scenes are so important and like have such a impact. I'm like you should have I feel like they should have been in Bella's perspective because all mm-hmm. we get right now is just Edward and Carlisle being like, yeah, we want to just kill that baby now and whatever. It's just I okay. do appreciate that there is absolutely no way Edward would ever have this conversation with Jacob if Bella could hear. That's like, that's what I exactly what yeah. I was going to say. The one thing that we do get from Jacob's perspective is Edward's absolutely right buck wild suggestions for how to deal with this situation if you put this into if if you (laughs) printed out this book i would not believe it wasn't a bad fan fiction me too chapters me too it reads like a weird fan fiction it does yeah that edward is like it's like a weird like like leading into a threesome it like reads scenario. like a poly fan yep. fiction at yeah. the end of twilight absolutely yes, edward is ready to go edward is ready for any solution that will keep bella alive He's including like, and not limited to sharing bella with jacob yeah period. He, here's his plan his plan is jacob you and bella have a tight friendship that i don't understand so you need to go talk to her convince her to let us abort this baby and then you can get her pregnant like asap like as soon as she heals she can get pregnant by you so she can still have a kid since that's what she wants apparently um and like everything will be fine and jacob is like that's messed up and edward's like you know what's messed up bella dying and jacob's like yeah they're not mutually exclusive (laughs) okay i really want to read the way that edward first puts this i don't care about anything but keeping her alive he said suddenly focused now if it's a child she wants she can have it she can have half a dozen babies anything she wants he paused for one beat she can have puppies if that's what it takes that's when I started screaming. <laughs> like, y- you're talking about the woman that you, you're talking about your mm-hmm. wife. Mm-hmm. How derogatory to, to, like, your, mm-hmm. like, stepkids would they be? <laughs> They'd be in your Maybe family. Maybe his children. I, there are a lot of setups that this could conceivably be describing. Yeah. They might be his children. Yeah, just yeah. a very derogatory way to talk about <laughs> your children as puppies i mean listen edward is way deeper than that i mean he's like he he is conveyed as being like mentally just like not in a stable place no he's not okay so then jacob is thinking to himself what was he saying that bella should what have a baby with me what how 
Was he giving her up? Or did he think she wouldn't mind being shared? And Edward goes, whichever. Whatever <laughs> keeps her alive. He's like, that's fine. He's like, ready to go. All of the above. <laughs> and something that grossed me out is that Jacob is, like, initially off-put, but then he starts but thinking then... about it, and he's like, well, that's an interesting idea. Mm. And he thinks of Bella, like, pregnant with his child and basically like how attractive she would be pregnant (laughs) and i know that like there are dudes who like find pregnancy very attractive and i don't want to put that down that's fine but i don't like reading that from jacob's perspective talking about the wife of someone who is not him uh who's currently pregnant with a baby Mm -hmm. that she very much wants Mm -hmm. uh and doesn't want yours and has told you that many times right has told you many times aborting a nine-month term pregnancy listen i just want to say for the record if jacob wasn't jacob (laughs) am i all for the poly weird like edward jacob bella thing why not why not edward clearly perfectly into it bella has told us that she loves both of these men Right. And has made a choice to only be with one of them. But if she lived in a world where she could see herself loving both of them and being in a relationship with both of them at the same time, who's to say right. that she wouldn't be interested in that? But Jacob, if he didn't suck, <laughs> is in love with her. So, like, sure, she could have human children, half werewolf children who wouldn't murder her as they were born, and also be with both loves of her life. Like, sure, maybe. Right. If Jacob were capable of being an equal Having and... Having any emotion other than jealousy at any time. Yes, <laughs> which he is not capable of. And if Bella wanted to share, because Bella has identified in the past for herself that she probably could. Like, she's like, <laughs> yeah, they both really love me. Like, I could probably get away with that. But she chooses to not want that because she okay. knows that it would, like, hurt them. Well, but this is, you know, they're this all living a, in a world of compulsive right, we're monogamy. we're in a world where... True, so fair. So if, if you take these characters and put them in a world that does not have compulsive monogamy... True. Maybe they could all thruple together and it would be chill. I mean, I don't think Jake ever could. <laughs> in his I... current form, no. <laughs> but wouldn't that be an incredible story of growth? Uh-huh. Like, if remember... they're gonna all be together forever, I think they're gonna do every combination that they're in. <laughs> oh, yes! Somebody told us about the, like, Edward Jacob, like, star-crossed lovers. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. It was other Olivia, wasn't it? Yes. Okay. I'm trying to remember. It might have been. Um, but it was very convincing. About... We talked about how, like, Edward and Jacob are actually the true star-crossed lovers in this triangle. Because they are the mortal enemies. Vampires and humans are not mortal enemies. They're predator and prey. Hmm. So what a a beautiful journey it would be to see Jacob become part of a thruple. Oh, yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Anyway, as you might predict, listener, that's not how this scene goes. No. Yeah, Edward... No, Jacob is like... This is sick. Like, she's never going to listen to this. And Edward's like, look, we have nothing to lose. Like, what's it going to hurt? And it's really funny. Jacob is like, it would hurt 
me like how did i take it and i've been rejected by bella a million times i don't think bringing her the worst idea she's ever heard (laughs) is gonna get me a better outcome and edward's response is so funny he's like a little pain to save her is it such a high cost like (laughs) dude it's not gonna work one and two that's not like a little pain like also okay devastating in this world where they end up in a throuple jacob bringing that idea to bella is not how it happens no <laughs> like that idea has to start with edward 100 percent, it has to start with edward Holy and then i don't know does he like he doesn't like totally they, they make a deal at the end i don't know it's just that like he'll talk to her right the deal is just yeah. like he's gonna talk to no her, but the, no that's not the it's deal that jacob can kill edward when bella is dead yes that's oh. the deal. whatever it's our it's our dear emo Edward boy. Back at it again. And yeah, and the chapter ends and no one's talked to Bella or asked her her opinion about anything. No. In fact, we do know what she will probably think about this, but they're ignoring it. She um, wants a baby. She wants this she wants baby. A baby. She wants Edward's baby. And listen. <gasps> well, and they also very Love. conveniently leave out Alice and Jasper's yeah. side. Yeah. Oh my god, yeah, Jasper's just, like, around doing nothing, I guess. And I'm like, I imagine Alice has to have very strong opinions, and I don't imagine that they're necessarily against whatever Bella's wishes are. Slash also, right, why... probably, like, a reasonable, practical take on Bella's wishes. Would but also, I feel, I feel like we're probably not getting any Alice, because the go-to is, Alice, what do you What's see going to happening? happen? <laughs> What are the chances she what survives is this pregnancy? the future? Yeah, no, well, we're Alice just ignoring doesn't have a personality that besides that. We're ignoring so that Alice exists. <laughs> okay, wait, I also really want to talk about how... So I was reading this chapter last night, and uh, my boyfriend was over, and I was like, oh, time to read about Jacob finding out that Bella is pregnant. His name is Adam. Adam knows nearly nothing about Twilight. He knows, <laughs> like, the amount that he absorbed from pop culture at the time uh-huh. and i like in broad strokes described the pl- the plot arc of the series to him which i kind of wish i had recorded because yeah. he truly did not know what was coming for him so he is now aware that bella gets pregnant in this book and he is the one who was like oh wait so like jacob sees her pregnant but like he doesn't imprint on the baby until the baby is born Ooh. And I was like, <gasps> Ooh. this is genius. You have, we, we now prove, this chapter proves that life begins at birth. <laughs> wow. The debate is closed. The debate has been closed. That's genius. It's true. Life okay, begins at birth. Think. And then, of course, he was like, okay, well, maybe it's just that, like, it has to be visual to imprint on somebody which we have like sure 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 but now we're living in this world you're telling me that if you were like in a room if if quill was in a room with claire but claire was like behind a screen he wouldn't (laughs) imprint on her until she walked out from behind the screen like i don't know i mean probably i think he would i think would probably be when he saw her but i still like this this idea yeah 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 yeah. because let's let's tease this out so let's say Jacob sees Bella and imprints. 
How confused would everyone be? Oh All God. the legends say that it happens when you like first see that person after you become a vampire. So they'd be like, "Okay, that's weird. Like, are the laws changing?" Uh, Jacob feels vindicated. Like, I knew you were meant to be with me, but now I'm losing you. This is even worse. Edward's like, uh, she is still mine, though, but also I hate myself so much. And then when Renesmee's born, it's extra weird. <laughs> that would that's be weird. good. That's good. Oh, wow, that's so interesting. <laughs> These are all things I wish that we would get in this chapter, but we don't. <laughs> um, I do have a worse sentence. Oh, go ahead. Hit me. Yes. It's when Jacob is arriving at the Cullen household. The drive opened up into the meadow, and the smell hit me like a rotten tomato to the face. <laughs> I, I agree that's a worse sentence, because my primary sense that is activated by a rotten tomato hitting me in the face is not my sense it's of not smell. It's not smell. No. <laughs> it's, it's touch. It's the force of a projectile to your face. And also, one, it's what you deserve. Um, I know. <laughs> And two, it's just like a weird, like, have you ever read those descript, like, lists of, like, bad similes written by children? Like, yeah. <laughs> she hit the ground like a garbage bag of soup. Like, that's just, <laughs> but, like, worse than that. Like, less yeah, like, sensical like a than rotten that. tomato to the face. <laughs> um, oh, man, there's read a, my worst. There's but... a lot of options. Wait, which one are you going with? Um, I didn't want to know that something I hated so much had taken root in the body I loved. Great choice. I think I'm going to go with Carlisle would have. (laughs) Uh, Meaning he would have performed his abortion on Bella. um, Because it goes against everything that I know about Carlisle. And also I hate it very, very deeply in my soul. Fair good one and you know stephanie lives and dies by the character and i think she She made the incorrect choice there agreed um i i really gotta say where was her editor um it (laughs) feels like anyone could have read this and been like you sure (laughs) you sure consistency question mark um just flagged it and maybe they did but right we don't know but um here is my best it's a paragraph (laughs) wow jacob is describing how edward looks when he first sees him (laughs) i'd seen him angry and i'd seen him arrogant and once i'd seen him in pain but this this was beyond agony his eyes were half crazed he didn't look up to glare at me he stared down at the couch beside him with an expression like someone had lit him on fire his hands were rigid claws at his side um, I think the, like, biggest sign of how much pain Edward is in is he didn't look up to glare at me. I think that's very telling and good writing. <laughs> uh, my best sentence is Edward's dialogue where he says, Even you, Jacob Black, cannot hate me as much as I hate myself. And I was like, I- Woo! My best sentence is on the same topic. Yeah, <laughs> Also a paragraph. For a second, I was just a kid, a kid who had lived all of his life in the same tiny town, just a child. 
because I knew I would have to live a lot more, suffer a lot more to ever understand the searing agony in Edward's eyes. It's nice for Jacob to gain a little perspective um, <laughs> after all of his freaking temper tantrums. So true. Does I guess he keep uh, the perspective? Absolutely not. She knows how to write some agony, angst, inner torture. Yes, and yeah, she does. And this was what was great about Midnight Sun, even though it was a lot. <laughs> even though it was too much of it. It was too much of yeah. a good thing. Too much of a good thing. Yeah, it was great. Um, yeah, truly would have wished for any this chapter to be in anyone else's perspective, honestly. Listeners, thanks for coming along on this ride. Email us with questions, comments, and on who you ideally would have wanted the second perspective in Breaking Dawn to be at twilightfacepodcast at gmail.com. If you'd like to support us, check out patreon.com slash twilightfacepodcast. Thank you to all of our patrons, Melina, Bridget, Karen, Ed, Laura, Andrea, Leamy, James, Melissa, Chance, King's Gambit, Miriam, Rachel, Danny, Olivia, Sabine, and Hannah. You can follow us at twilight underscore phase on Twitter and Insta and twilight phase podcast on Tumblr. Disclaimer, we own nothing. The Twilight Universe and all characters belong only to Stephanie Meyer. Please don't sue us. Audio editing by Melissa Shermer. Cover image by Laura Shermer. Our theme music is written and performed by Adrian Mori. We'll be back next week. And if you don't like it, you can bite me. Bite me. Back next week for our 100th episode. <gasps> really? Oh my god. Yeah, because this is 99. Oh my god. That's crazy. Uh, Never thought we would get here, honestly. (laughs) Yeah, me neither.